Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. Walking is Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. Today's episode is sort of going to be about death. If this is a topic that you would rather not listen to, I invite you to push pause, push stop, Find a, an older episode of Walking as Fitness, maybe one from the summer if you're walking in really cold weather right now, that'll warm you up. But I just want you to be aware of where we're going with today's episode. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action, providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I started Walking for Fitness in 2013. And I still take an intentional fitness walk every single day. I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. For as long as I can remember, I have been drawn to obituaries. And when we still got a a physical newspaper, when I still got a physical newspaper, the death notices that were in the classified section. Now, the obituary... That's a professionally written account of someone's life. The death notice is simply a notice usually paid for by a funeral home 
that includes your name, date of death, family members, and then service times and viewing times and that sort of thing. This was probably 30 years ago. I was eating lunch, had the newspaper, it was the local newspaper, spread open, there were the death notices. I'm not entirely sure what I was looking for. Maybe it was just, I don't know, maybe it was my name because that's what I found. <laughs> I found the death notice for David Paul. Names of his family members were all different. His middle name was also different. So even the middle initial there on the death notice was, was different from mine. But still, it's like, well, there, there I am. You know, when you see your name in a death notice, it, it grabs your attention. <laughs> the following day, we actually got a phone call from a woman on the other side of the country. We lived in Maryland. I think she was in California. And she called and she asked for this guy's wife. And I forget what her name was. It wasn't, wasn't Ava. And she was calling to offer condolences. And because I had read the death notice, I sort of understood the context. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry, that's a different David Paul. But I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> In 1989, Stephen Covey published a book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It became a worldwide bestseller. One of those seven habits begin with the end in mind. There are lots of applications to that habit. In the most immediate level, if you're beginning a project, you know, what's the end result look like? If you're pursuing fitness... What What's the end goal? But in the bigger picture, which he also touched on, was your life. And if I'm remembering correctly, one of the exercises in the book is, in this chapter, write your obituary. What do you want your life to look like? Begin with the end in mind. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Psalm 90, verse 12. This was written by Moses. And it says simply, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. In other words, the number of days that we have here on this earth are finite. They're not infinite. And when we go through life with the recognition that our days are numbered, it can actually help us make decisions that are wise. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I still read obituaries, and there was a time when I, and I think, if I'm being honest with myself, I think part of the reason I was drawn to obituaries was I wanted to, there was, there was almost a sense of assurance, because these people were older than me, and I wanted to see what the cause of death was. Well, that's, that's not going to happen to me. <laughs> that young and naive approach to life. Well, that's all gone now because oftentimes the obituaries are people younger than me and I recognize that those causes of death, oh yeah, they could, they could happen to me. Recently I was reading an obituary and this one grabbed my attention in a way that most don't. There was a man named Scott, never heard of him before. He was an executive 
at an investment firm, pretty well known in the world of investing, actually. He was one year older than me. And while his career was in finance, he was also a passionate weightlifter. And I think he even, in his younger days, might have pursued competitive weightlifting and bodybuilding. And he died during one of his workouts while he was lifting weights. One year older than me. Someone who was committed and passionate about fitness. Grabbed my attention and I haven't been able to let that one go. And it's a reminder of three things. Number one, there are no guarantees. There's plenty of research talked about it here on the podcast, that exercise, that fitness, it can lengthen your life, it can lower the risk of certain diseases, certain bad health outcomes, but there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that that's going to happen. Number two, you'll never know. I'll never know. I'll never know the real impact of this commitment to fitness. You know, we're not given a piece of paper on our way out saying, well, because you walked every day for fitness, you actually added five years to your life. Or that bad health outcome that you would have gotten, you didn't get because of your pursuit of fitness. You know, we'll never really know. I do know this, however, That if I hadn't begun pursuing fitness 15 years ago, my life today would be different. I have no question about that. And then number three, fitness is hard. There are no guarantees. And I recognize that there are some, perhaps even you, recently had a doctor's appointment and you were strongly implored to get moving to begin exercising, or this bad thing could happen. And so you're now pursuing fitness out of a a need, maybe even a bit of a fear that if you don't, something bad is going to happen. And right now, the idea of enjoyment (laughs) really isn't even on the radar screen. But long-term... If you're going to make a commitment, if I'm going to make a commitment to fitness, to doing this hard thing that has really no guarantees and that I'll never really know the impact that it had on my life, if this is going to be part of my journey, it better be something that I enjoy doing. That there is pleasure in the activity itself, that if there were no benefits, would I still want to do this? You know, I don't know. If Scott would have continued pursuing weightlifting if there were no benefits, but clearly it was something that he loved doing. He was passionate about doing. You don't do something for decades unless there's an enjoyment, a love of the activity. If you've been walking for a while, if you've been listening to this podcast, and this still feels more like a have-to than a get-to, and you've even been looking at other people who are pursuing fitness differently, doing a different activity, and you're looking at that going, you know, that just looks like more fun. 
that looks like something I would enjoy more, then go do it. Find that fitness activity that you love because, again, no guarantees and you'll never know for sure the impact that this is having. So let's make certain that what it is we're doing is something that we enjoy doing. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.